1: Hello again and welcome into Crew Call, taking you into the garage area and talking to the folks that make the cars and trucks go around the tracks. I'm Steve Post, pit road reporter for Motor Racing Network, joined by 25-time winning and championship winning crew chief, Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. Awesome weekend of racing. Yeah, wild stuff at Daytona, that's for sure. Yeah, and a great truck race. Had a great truck race up in Milwaukee, no doubt about it. So really, really good stuff going on in the NASCAR world, and really, really good stuff going on. We've talked a lot about this, but the continued development, the continued RFK uh, advancement, this is a team that appears to be on eight really, really good cylinders going into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they definitely
2: are. They definitely are, and you know, they're the flagship for Ford right now. I feel like they're, they're leading the, they're leading the way for the Ford camp. And, um, you know, we feel like with the arrow changes that, that what happened in 23, the Fords ended up on a lower downforce, lower drag side of the, of the equation. And I expected them to be strong at
1: Daytona and they were. Yeah, no doubt about it. I just think that I, I just, as, as I, as I've listened to the second half of this year, you've spent a lot of time with Brad Keselowski. Mm-hmm. But boy, I am telling you, we are seeing his hand not only behind the scenes but on the scenes. You know, he 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 even talked about this. He could have gone down into turn number three and 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 maybe tried to force the issue. But boy, he is just he is just masterful at at, at owning this team as well.
2: There wasn't an opportunity for Brad to make a move that would have won the race for him, right? If you go back and look at the race and, and looking deeper, understanding where it is, the opportunity Brad had to win the race was early mm-hmm. and he almost cleared Kevin Harvick and tried to pinch down in front of him and didn't quite get there. Kevin didn't have, he didn't have him cleared. But past that the run that he got like Eric Eric had some momentum coming yeah. to him off of turn 2 on the last lap. Right. If Brad takes that momentum push and goes too wide, the 2RFK cars finish in the back half of the top 10. Right. Because the guys with momentum are going to split them and they're just going to end up in the sucker hole. So he understands that. That's the thing. By the time, the, the the one run that I think had an opportunity to help Brad pass Chris Busher, Chase Elliott had backed up to, to Alex Bowman and right. got a push in the middle of three and four. Mm-hmm. But yeah. instead of transferring that, which I don't expect Chase to do, Chase put Kevin Harvick three wide. And when he did that, he killed all three lanes. The finishing, you could have thrown the checker at that point exiting it turn four. Over. It was over. It was uh, it was over for, for the win. And yeah. uh, a great accomplishment and a one-two finish for RFK something they've got to really hang their head on
1: nice stuff the highlight films of the race um a couple of big crashes yeah. ryan blaney down in turn number four and ryan priest um what as a as a crew chief when you see that when you when you see it does what, what does it bring to mind to you what do you what do you go back to the shop with with memories of those cars doing what they did
2: yeah i i think you know i think ryan priest's accident was a spectacular wreck and, and i'm glad to hear he's fine i I expected him to be all right. Now, I, 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 not nothing like threatening. Sure, uh, you know, just being tossed around that many yeah. times. Um, you know, but you never saw the car have a sudden deceleration. It, it, it kind of continued yeah. to roll and hit and dissipate energy over a long duration. There, uh, a lot of spinning. Um, head probably banging around in the headrest. He uh, might think about tightening up his headrest a little bit more now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, in in these cars, they have, they have. Braces up over your legs under the dash bars mm-hmm. with foam on them. Uh, you know, it's such a cocoon for these drivers that the safety advancements we've gone through the last twenty years oh, just gosh. phenomenal. And and that was spectacular. And my my wife cringed at it. I'm like, ah, that one doesn't bother me. The Blaney wreck, the Blaney wreck, made me swallow my tongue. Yeah, just. That's twenty two and a half years ago. We saw the same thing kill Dale Earnhardt. Right, absolutely. Um, and, and it just speaks for where we've gotten to the safer barrier and how much deflection we saw on the safer that barrier. Thing was, that thing was way yeah, on both it, ends of it? Yeah, and, and, but it, that's what it's supposed to do. Exactly, it's, what it's supposed to do. And the updates they did in the front clip uh, did a did a segment with John Dr. John Padillac at NASCAR on what they did coming into Atlanta. Uh, and, and I listened to Joey Logano on his inside the or behind yeah. the wheel segment on on Sirius talked about all of those kind of reliefs they put in it. The clips the clips pushed back. Everything did what John Dr. John Padillac showed us in in, in the crash footage that they accomplished. Mm. The front bumper collapsed, the front clip collapsed, the motor pushed back slightly, as far as they felt comfortable doing. It did what it's supposed to do to try to absorb that energy. And the Hans device, the helmet, the the surround. Yeah. I mean it really did a good thing. I talked to I texted with Blaney a little bit um uh, said he's sore but cognitively no yeah. challenges at all um he's he's
1: he's got the he's got the yeah, bruises got up the, here but yeah. th- that'll all heal pretty easily uh, he's ready to go to darley Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Wild stuff. That's for sure. And it's just a reminder that, that it's an evolving process. Kyle Petty on the NBC on NASCAR uh, podcast. I always enjoy listening to that podcast. And Kyle really does such a good job. And Kyle just says we, we sometimes I think we get numb to the fact that we are asking guys to go 200 miles per hour in race cars and that there still is. High speed danger involved in this sport, and sometimes we get a reminder like we did on Saturday night.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I, I was talking to Latart and and a piece that we did, and uh he said the SMT data that at the point of impact, Blaney's car was still doing 183 miles an hour. Jeez, man. Just just to put it in perspective, wow. so it's that's We're that's still that's <laughs> yeah. it, It's a sudden impact, and in it we we've softened it up, but you got to keep in mind that that directional change happened in five feet now. Yeah, not right. not a foot and a half or two, but. It's still a a pretty sudden deceleration.
1: Sport is fast. There's a lot happening in a big hurry. But it's it's
2: but it's exciting. Yes, it's exciting. And 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 we saw three wide racing. Oh my gosh, the racing was insane. Yeah, we we saw a lot of stuff. This place got wider than I didn't think Daytona
1: with this car could get three wide, and we saw it for 20 laps. It seemed like you you know what our conversations are like on the Q channel when we go to break, like the first half of that race every time. Uh, our producer hates to go to break because you're like waiting for it to happen, waiting for it yes. to happen. We get to the Q channel. And we're like, I can't believe they haven't watered them up yet. I can't believe it's like break after break. It's amazing. There they was did. a wreck every lap.
2: Yeah. These guys are just so
1: talented that they it's recovered. Amazing. From it. How talented they are. Really, truly amazing. We've got a twin spin for you here today on the program. We're going to talk to Dave uh, Ellens from uh, up at uh, Legacy Motor Club. Uh, He's the defending winner of the Southern 500 with Eric Jones. And we're going to talk to Robert Booty Barker a little bit later on from 2311 Racing. They worked themselves into the playoff after a uh, strong finish of the season. Really good finish for Bubba and Booty. I feel like the last four to six weeks, they've they've done what they needed to do with the pressure
2: on them, which is which is a great kind of build into the playoffs they've they've had a little preparation
1: for the playoffs in the chase to get into it yep they've had the heat on them for a while and they've performed very very well so when we come back dave ellens joins us from legacy motor club stay with us
2: the nascar season is here and toyota racing is looking for clashers did you clash at the coliseum with your favorite toyota drivers
1: Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Todd Gordon and Steve Post, let's go right to the Zoom call. Joining us from up at Legacy Motor Club, Dave Alenz joins us. Crew Chief for Eric Jones. Hello, Dave. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the show. Good
2: to,
1: good to catch up with you, that is for sure. And I cannot imagine Crew Chief for Eric Jones. And with your success there, you got to be looking forward to this weekend at Darlington. Uh, pretty, Pretty neat moment there last year, and it has to be one you guys have had circled on your calendar.
0: Yeah, definitely Darlington is a track we look forward to going to uh, with Eric driving. Uh, he's done a great job there. Unfortunately, we had a, uh, an issue with the wheel uh, earlier in the spring that kind of kept us from getting up there and having a good finish. But he is, he's just so good there. Uh, you know, it's easy, easy to find a setup that works for him and then kind of fine-tune it. So hopefully we can repeat last year. You know, if not, it'd be good for us just to go run strong and uh, improve upon what we've been doing the last couple months.
2: Yeah, the, the the win last year. I was digging back through it because I had memory of it, but I had to I had to dig through a little bit of the notes of it. Strong call by you. Stayed out on a on a green flag cycle. Waited for the caution. Cycled yourself forward. You guys were really strong. And then your pit crew throwed it out a 10-second pit stop on the last stop. I thought a I thought a team execution at a place that that really takes all facets. Right. You've got twelve sets of tires uh, for the race this weekend, and I feel like you'll use nine or ten of them without a caution coming. Right.
0: Yeah, for sure you're going to use up all the tires you Use the pit crew up, you know, and honestly, that last stop was money for us last year, but they had the fastest average all night long. So, you know, that kept us in every run, you know, and every couple spots you can gain with your pit crew. That makes it easier on the driver, makes it easier to set these cars up. They're extremely uh, sensitive to traffic, you know, I think even more so than they were in the past, especially at a place like Darlington. Um, so, those guys keeping our track position and doing it all night long is what it's all about. So, So hopefully we can repeat that performance on pit road. Our guys have been uh, getting better every week. Um, We had a good week last week with them and uh, look forward to the challenge ahead uh, with them. And then also, you know, it's just a challenge to keep up with the setup on the car um, throughout all those stops. So you throw an adjustment in on those guys, because you have to make it um, just because the track's changing so much and it, it becomes a challenge and it, it truly really is a team race at Darlington. And I, I, I think that makes it, you know, a special one to win because uh, everybody has to do their job in order to get the victory lane there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a crown jewel race. And you, you talk about, you know, track of traffic sensitivity and pieces like that. Uh, the place seems like right up against the wall in one and two, they got that grip, you know, the, the patch up there that kind of lost some grip. seemed like that's kind of aging its way back in. Three and four seems like the wall, but some guys can wrap around the bottom. How do you find your way to 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 tune towards finding places to pass cars?
0: Yeah, I mean, you definitely you, you got to make it work <laughs> on the bottom uh, down there in three and four. Um, that's about you, that's about the only way to do it. I feel you know, get a good run off of four and make sure you have position on the guy getting into one, um, so they either have to. They have to back out, you know, and that—that's the whole name of the game, and that's getting your balance right between uh, one and two compared to three and four is difficult. But then you also got to make three and four work at the bottom versus the top. Um, it's definitely easy to get it to to roll around the top um, and get some speed there, but that becomes really difficult in traffic when those guys take your line away. So um, just making it turn on the bottom is going to be a challenge for us. Making sure we keep our entry secure enough so we can just decide what lane we want to go to as well down in three and four is going to be a challenge for us.
1: Dave, you talk about all of these things you need to do and you get one set of tires and 20 minutes of practice. Okay. So it, this to me seems like one, you better load off the truck pretty close, but, but how do you approach that practice session?
0: Yeah, I mean, you pretty much have to be good off the truck, like you're saying. It's very difficult to um, make these things, make bad race cars good in a weekend right now with 20 minutes. So, you know, we have to unload with a good car um, that we can make a little bit better. Um, You're not going to take it from 15th to first um, in a 20-minute practice session. But if we unload, you know, in the top five, you know, a few adjustments away from, you know, getting to a first place car. Um, So the practice session is going to be about fine tuning and, you know, making sure we get the little nuances that Eric is looking for correct. Um, And all our work into the actual setup is being done during the week on the sim sessions and in our sim tools and trying to make sure we use what we did last year, what we did in the spring, and trying to build a little bit better product than what we had at those two races.
2: That notebook and experience of success there has to help a ton in the week prep, prep coming up to it. When you get to there, how do you deal with? We can see what two seconds of lap time change within the twenty minute session, just just with cycles on tires. How do you make changes and actually assess whether it changes in the right direction when when you've got so much tire lap time degradation?
0: Yeah, I mean that's definitely a challenge at uh, a high fall off place like that. Um you know, we know what we know what we feel the pace should slow down to. Um, we have good information from the same tire in the spring, so um, we'll look at that compared to what we're expecting. You know, obviously, you're going to pick a few of the guys that you expect to be good there. Denny Hamlin's always good there, so you'll be watching his lap times. You know, watching where he's moving around and throttle application. Um, you know, just even you can even look at his steering wheel angle and kind of get a sense for how free or tight he is. And you know, using those guys as a comparison to where we're at uh, speed-wise and handling-wise is probably the, the biggest way we get through making a change and understanding if it's better. Um, but at the same point, you know, that's really it's really a place where if Eric gets the feel right, you know, the lap time is going to come to him. So at the same time, we're looking at all these uh, characteristics of the other guys, you know, we're going to be going off of Eric's opinion because he, he has a good sense of what he needs there, um, and we'll let him steer the ship there.
1: Dave, beyond Darlington and really kind of big picture looking at this, I Googled your name and I saw Dave is hired by Richard Petty Motorsports. And I'm like, my gosh, that seems like forever ago. Well, Richard Petty Motorsports, Petty GMS, Legacy Motor Club, Chevy, going to Toyota, all of the change you've dealt with, how have you managed all of the change and and, and keeping your guys, keeping your team focused in a good direction? Yeah. I
0: mean, that's been, it's been a huge challenge. You know, it it seems like forever ago, uh, you know, driving up to welcome to go to Richard Petty Motorsports. uh, I couldn't imagine all these changes that we've done since then. Uh, It's definitely been a huge challenge. You know, I think we've, we've had our highs and lows, you know, the beginning of this year was, it was a lot to keep up with for us and we kind of lost our way a little bit. Um, You know, it's hard to keep, guys motivated through change and I think you know what what we've been able to do is come back to running good at different times and having success to keep those guys you know focused on we can do this no matter what our name is or you know what organization we're called or manufacturer we're going to have or whatever the news cycle is for you know that month it seems like you know the, the focus we have is making that 43 car run good you know and for the most part we, we've been capable of doing Doing that, despite any of the other issues we've had, uh, those guys have worked extremely hard down there to uh, make things better. When you know they didn't have all the options that they needed to to, to make the success, and they they've done it. So um, that kind of fuels them and excites them and keeps them motivated to continue on and keep proving to themselves that they, they can do it despite anything else going on.
2: Yeah, your run from the summer break uh, in Nashville on. Uh, back on track to where I expect. You know the performance you guys put together last year. It's been good. A couple road courses have, have kind of you know dampened that a little bit here recently, but that's road course racing. Um, as you look forward, and in, and in you, you've had change. I mean, constant change. As you look forward to the off season, have you start to start to put together? You know what the what it entails to make the manufacturer swap, and and it's it's more than body panels, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. We've started, uh, looking at some of those items, you know, and the, the engine will, uh, you know, the, there's a lot of things that have to change cause that'll be a completely new system for us. Um, oil lines and, you know, electrical wires, all that stuff is specific to the engine manufacturer. So there'll be a lot of changes in our systems, uh, in the off season. You know, some of that stuff is already working, um, uh, towards getting correct. You know, that's, I haven't got too much into that stuff just because we've been focused on this year. You know, as we get closer to the end of the year, um, we'll focus on that more, but there is going to be a lot of work, um, on that side of things. And, and besides just the physical components that we have to, uh, change to accept the uh, new manufacturer, the, the simulation side and the engineering side is going to be a whole chunk of things that we hadn't really even got into yet. We have, um, We have a lot of tools, uh, databases, information storage, just a lot of things that our guys use uh, day in and day out. And we've got to learn all new tools. Uh, There's a lot of people that work for this company that have been with Chevrolet for years, and you know a Chevrolet type tool um, and how they do things so that the Toyota stuff is all going to be new to us and it's going to be a, a steep learning curve um
2: that's going to have to be done in a very short order in the off season and that's probably one of our bigger challenges how do you compare this off how do you compare this off season to the transition to the next gen car is it going to be less work more work how, how do you see that playing out uh i think it's going to be more work for us honestly you know the
0: The transition into the next gen car was a huge challenge, you know, and there was a lot of man hours to build parts and pieces, um, you know, but we only had I think four cars when we went to Daytona on the next gen car. So there's only so much work you can do, you know, and the tool sets are, are stuff that we already knew and already had in place. You know, you're not revamping every aspect of what you do uh, from the engineering side. So I think this is going to be a bigger challenge than we had uh, back then. Obviously that was a huge challenge. And the other part of that, that was a huge challenge for everybody at the same time. You know, so you're all doing it at the same time. You know, this one, we, we're putting this challenge on ourselves and other people are not doing this. So we have to overcome that challenge and get to their performance level at the same time.
1: Final question for you here. You are a Clemson Tiger. My co-host is a Clemson Tiger as well. You guys ever get a chance to banter about football? Todd gets to go to games with his gig now. Uh, do you guys ever, do you guys have any friendly, uh, friendly football, uh, football stories that you share between each other?
0: I hadn't gotten into the football stuff too much with him he he does have more options to go to the game, so I'll have to catch up with him at a game at
2: some point yeah yeah once the season's over we'll see we'll see where well, that goes that's but, uh, right yeah, yeah no it's uh, uh great to see Clemson doing well and uh and and Dave, you' have done a phenomenal job with uh with all the change that's been thrown at you and i really appre- i really you know i admire the 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 change i mean you guys recovered mid season. Uh, which is tough to do with this car. It's not like we the old yeah, days where right. we could just work on aero stuff, or we could. You've got the same pieces. You continue to work on it. I, I think. Uh, I think the challenge you've got ahead of you. I think you're you're up for it. I think it's going to be awesome to see what you guys can do with this uh, with with the ten races you've got left to build momentum into the off season, and then uh, see how you come out next week next year. Look,
1: look forward to it. Yeah,
2: I appreciate that.
1: You got it. Hey, Dave. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. There we go. Dave is joining us from up at Legacy Motor Club. Stay with us when we come back. Robert Booty Barker joins us. He joins us next.
2: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's gonna be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
1: Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Todd Gordon and Steve Post. And let's go right back to it. We just talked to Dave Ellens, who is uh, working through uh, 10 races to build to the future. Let's go to a guy that's working on 10 races to race for a championship. Booty Barker, crew chief for Bubba Wallace at 2311, joins us. Hello, Booty. How are you? Hey, man. Good to see you. Good to, good to see you as well. The buildup to the playoffs. The the four races, your margin is this. The three races, your margin is this. You have to feel a little bit like you've been playoff racing for the last month, month and a half. Is is, is that probably accurate?
3: Very accurate. Um I don't know where it was it was probably post Atlanta. I don't know how, how far Atlanta was uh but Atlanta we were running I think tenth or eleventh and then we got wrecked and then they ran like thirty laps of caution for the rain. You remember that, and so that put us in a bad situation. Yeah. And um, after that, we were hyper focused, I guess, on to your point, like a playoff run mm-hmm. all that time.
2: So it's it's been impressive. I think uh, I love the maturity that I've seen out of your program. And the move forward, it being in that playoff, the bubble cut, um, you know, and just every week getting what you can, not trying to get too much, but getting what you can, taking what you can take out of your race car. Steve and I were talking about it at Watkins Glen, place that we everybody talked about not being a strength for you guys, ran in the top 10, uh, finished 12th, uh, I think got caught by a, by a caution on, on a cycle there, but uh, a solid run and putting things together. And it's great to hear... Not only you but your driver with the comments about the things he can work on and and, and having a focus on okay, I need to do these seven things better. I'm working on get them to five. It's just some of those input, you gotta love the maturity of 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 how you're helping Bubba grow.
3: Well he um we all how can I say this? Everybody was asking me uh You know, what are you doing and um, what are you saying and all this stuff? I'll be honest. It was just, though, I think all of us were the best way I could say it was all of us were serious. (laughs) He was serious. He was taking things seriously. All of us were, too. We weren't. Some people, though, I don't know that that could work for. I think that might um, add more pressure. But the pressure was there. Acting like acting like it wasn't there and trying to work around it wasn't what we did, you know. And Bubba, Bubba, and we all sat down and was like, "Hey, this is real." And you know, so we just acknowledged it, got serious about it, and uh, said we were going to get do all we could. And he, he, um, we all stepped up. He, he did, but he did wonderful. To your point of Watkins Glen, too, would have been even better. We did. You're right. You're right. John. We got caught by the caution. We got called by the caution because we we had passed the nine and then the nine run out behind us. So that would have I would have loved that buffer. If we could have finished seventh or eighth, that would have gave us, what, four or five more points. That would have almost locked us in points wise at Daytona. So it's just funny, those little things that make a big difference.
1: Yeah, it, it's fascinating. You look at the course of a season and, and, and how that goes. I want to I want to work a little bit deeper on, on the driver element of this. I've been covering Bubba Wallace since he was running Bandoleros and Legends cars. And he is emotional, he is passionate, he is driven, he is all of these things. Um, but the last two weeks, I've heard things from him. Watkins Glenn, he talked about taking seven weaknesses and turning them into two. Daytona, he talked after the race about controlling what he can control and try not to worry about anything. Have you, have you seen, you talked about him being serious, but have you seen that continued evolution and development in Bubba as a, as a driver and as a young man, actually?
3: Sure, um, but how can I say it? we've? I don't know how long Bubba and I've been together now. We we always have those. Uh, we've had these aspirations. Yeah, and we've had it, it's just been a um, it's been a journey and a, a evolution and a, um, you know, just a lot of things had to come together. Um and i mean i don't know how to i don't know how to articulate it well it's always been in him but the everything's kind of got to be right you got to have your team right you got to have your support right um i think it was last year everything blends together we had everybody everybody knows that we had a ton of trouble on pit road Mm -hmm. we kept having loose wheels (laughs) so we were running well but we all of that, so all of that kinda had to work itself out. You know, you, you we had to get all the elements of our team right. And at the same time, Bubba was and continually is developing right along with, you know. But that's not saying I don't wanna I don't wanna um twist things here. We we made we made the playoffs, okay. But we we still have a long way to go we 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 ha- we have a long way to go we know it um but the main thing is we got a shot <laughs> we do have a shot
2: yeah if you look at this you you've you've survived the first playoff cut right <laughs> that, that basically wow. the, the run that you've had the last month got you through what that is now you go to darlington uh you got a points deficit to the field um you know how do you approach darlington in, in this round the first round to that's the next step, right? Is is what do we do at Darlington and
3: what do we do through this round of sixteen? I'd say approach it the same way we've been doing. The only thing I would say is you've noticed we finished twelfth, eleventh, all in those ranges. Got stage points, and towards the end, that uh, let's say, uh we we have faded, but it's a little different. We didn't take any over, we didn't take any um big chances per se. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, not big, yeah, we didn't. But I'm just saying. So I'd say the only thing we need to do, and and I, I think we will, is do everything the same, except we're going to probably be a little more aggressive on the end of these races to get the finish. You know, we need to finish um, a little better because you you're going against the better competition. Um, it, it's it's this first round. This first round may be, I think about running consistent Mm -hmm. not necessarily so let's just say if if we don't do anything different than we did these last five weeks or whatever it is just complete the races a wee bit better we've got a really good shot to transfer now when you get into the next rounds business got to pick up
2: (laughs) yeah yeah i always call this a base hit round that that you just you just need, you don't need to hit home runs. You don't need to win races. Nope. You just got to go finish races and execute. And, and you'll Try. get yourself through because of 16, you'll have four that won't. It just, just as a mistakes go. You talked about the challenges last year on pit road. Um, and I, the one that comes to my mind and, and I got to be there in the MRM booth, but first Kansas, your teammate won a race. I thought you were the best yeah. car. I, Kurt dominated, but you guys made up for spots that you lost on pit road all day long, and still came out with a top ten finish. I think last stop you may have you may have had a tail end penalty or something and drove back, but it was phenomenal how you ran there. You won there in the in the in the playoff race with, with the forty five number on your car. But um, you gotta look, you gotta that's gotta almost excite you and, and take some of the pressure off Darlington, knowing you've got a place that you've got a lot of potential to have to score a lot of points coming up second race.
3: Yeah, you know, I, I would say if you was just keeping it real, you looking at the next three races, uh, Darlington this year we finished fifth, and we had some problems on pit road. Dif- different deal there. We we were we were we were down a man, uh, but mm-hmm. finished fifth, qualified second. So that's Darlington, and then Kansas. To your point, you just emphasized that, and Bristol. We were doing well as, uh, last year as well, but we had, remember at the end of the year last year, a lot of people, including us had a lot of, uh, steering rack issues. Yes. Remember the seals blowing and all that stuff, helping to a lot of people. Why? I guess we were just going faster and putting more load and stuff. But anyway, we were good there too. So I would say there is no reason why we cannot
1: be a factor at all three of these. No. Huh. No doubt. I mean, when you look at it. You're you're right about this. One of the other uh, the situation you find yourself in as well is that uh, your teammate uh, Billy Scott and Tyler Reddick they've been locked in for a little while. The dynamic, the team dynamic, the energy at the shop. Uh, I would think having both cars in the playoffs got to be got to be a pretty pretty cool setting, pretty cool scene up there for you guys.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's all we've talked about for I don't know how long. You know, we have our morning meetings uh, every Tuesday, is like Billy and I have to talk to the shop and tell about our weekend and whatever. And I mean, for, I don't know, for this many weeks, we've been like, we got to get it done. You know, we're going, we got to see what we as an organization and as people, you know, here, here we go. You know, we're getting ready to go through the crucible. Let's see how we do. And, um, I'm not saying we went out and took it, <laughs> no. I'm not saying we went out and took it, but we did go out and executed and put pressure on people. We did put pressure on people. They 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 had to catch us, you know, they, that and I think, well, no, I know, um, being under pressure is harder on people, you know. If, if, uh, and if you notice a lot of people, what you said, Todd, about you, you're going to have four people that are, now we, I, we may not, we may do the same thing, but I'm just saying, you said four people going to make mistakes. And I noticed in these last five weeks or whatever, people made mistakes. Yes. When that pressure got on them. <laughs> So we, we, we were well aware of that and we acknowledged that, like I said, we acknowledged the pressure, we acknowledged the situation and we made it happen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive. And, and it, it is, it's, it's almost like you've got a preseason for the playoffs because you've, you've had that experience and it's great to know that your guys executed under it and they don't really need to change what they're doing going forward. They just need to do what they've done for the last month. And that'll get you through the next round. Uh, uh, going off on a sidetrack here and I just yeah. cuz it's come up in places but you've got Denny Hamlin as an owner. You've also mm-hmm. got him as a guy you're racing against. How is that mm-hmm. interaction with Denny? It has to be awkward at times, isn't it? How does he separate the 2311 Denny and the JGR Denny? And do you see that separate at your shop?
3: Yes, um we're we and JGR, as you know, are essentially teammates. It's six of us. Yep. We know what they are doing. They know what we're doing. So, um, from that aspect, is is clean. What he does is when he's on the racetrack, he's he's in he's the eleven car. He's 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 the eleven, diddy. When during the week during our competition meetings. Whatever we need, whatever big picture things, he's twenty three eleven, didn't he? Does that make sense? Yeah. When he's in the race car, he cuts us no slack, and he he races hard for his team. But before then, he's he's all
1: in on what he can do to help us. It's fascinating. It is, it's a it's a it's a unique and very interesting spot. That's for sure. Booty, when I look at well, you, yeah. But but
3: look, if if twenty three eleven gets sponsorship and makes money. Then we pay Gibbs money for their services, and then the better the twenty three eleven runs, right. we share information with Gibbs back and forth. It's just a reciprocal thing of of good, you know. So so it's, it's really not a. I don't really don't. It's not a conflict of interest. Yeah.
2: You know. Yeah, it could almost be to 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 me. i almost. It, it's almost like a Jimmy Johnson owning Jeff Gordon's car at Hendrick, right, or whatever. Or I don't know. How, or the yeah. Jeff owned Jimmy's car at Hendrick. Yeah. You're one or you're one group. You're split into two pieces, but, uh, but with the same common goal and a lot of, a lot of shared entities. It's, yeah, it's, it's good to hear it. Just questions that people would ask is yeah, as a perception awesome. from the outside. It's cool to hear the inside side.
1: Booty, your journey. Um, you spent time. It's funny. Todd just mentioned Jeff Gordon and Hendrick Motorsports. You spent time at Hendrick Motorsports as an engineer. You, you you jumped around. You disappeared for a while. Now you find yourself right in the middle of the soup, right in the middle of all the conversations, cameras, people everywhere. Um, are you you know you enjoying the ride? Are you enjoying this seat where you're at right now? As far as being, I think every crew chief wants to be put me in coach. Well, you're in now. Are you enjoying this personally? Um Yeah, it's great, but it's
3: not I mean people don't realize we talk about the pressure to you know, make the playoffs. Well we as crew chiefs and whatever situation we have, you have pressure to keep a job. You have you I've had pressure to make races. I've had I mean uh, yeah. mm-hmm. this type of pressure <laughs> oh this type of pressure is okay what do you want uh what resource do you want to pluck from um this is this is man, this is the top of the pyramid this is this while this is hard this is just a different Style or different, different sort of pressure. There, there's, there's other pressure uh that a lot of these guys, all through pit road, have, and you just don't see it. You don't talk about it. There are great guys. There are, there are crew chiefs out there, and people that are working on other teams that are just as qualified, just as smart, just as good. But it's, it's just, um, you know, the opportunity, the situation you know, may not roll so well, you know, but it, it um so how I handle it is is this isn't I've been through a lot more pressure than this.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I love the perspective. Keeping it real with Booty Barker, that's for sure, because uh there's some guys dealing with bigger issues than uh than than a playoff run. There's a lot of people that wish they were dealing with a playoff run, that is for sure. Yes. Right. Bo- yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Booty it is always a pleasure to catch up with you. We appreciate the time and can't wait to see what you guys have at Darlington this weekend. Thanks for joining us.
3: Me too. It was great talking to you. And I'm I'm thankful that we're in it, though. I don't want everybody to think I'm, I'm now, making light of it. it. It was a big accomplishment. I'm really happy for our company and our people. This is a good deal. <laughs> I'll take it.
2: Yeah.
1: As you should be. Yes. We'll see you in Darlington. Very well. Thank you, Booty. There you go. Robert Booty Barker from 2311 joining us here on Crew Call. Stay with us. More in just a moment.
2: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over
1: and over before operating on real patients.
2: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory
3: starts to develop.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Todd Gordon and Steve Post here. And um, I, I love the, the final comments from Booty because uh, there's 38 crew chiefs. Yes. 16 of them are dealing with playoff pressure. That means 22 are dealing with a different kind of pressure and maybe not nearly as good a pressure.
2: Yes. Yeah, they're definitely. The pressure he's under. I think he wanted to state that, but the pressure he's under is a, that, that's one you you yearn for. You want. You want it. Like, that, that's what you race for. So you sign is to sign up for. Is to be there. I, I always talked about this and my sleep schedule, when we got to the playoffs, I was up at 3.30 in the morning. My mind just would shut off. Like, it was, yeah. you just, it was five hours of sleep a night. That's it. Because It's just, you're just going. And then you get to the end of the playoffs when you're finally done and you've done everything, and you crash for about a, a week. but. <laughs> It's something you want. It's, it's, it, as a crew chief, as a competitor, you want that pressure. Now, the pressure he's talking about, if you're, if you're trying to perform to keep your job or to keep, keep a team on track, that's not, that's not, this is the pressure you want. Yeah. Not that. Yeah. So, uh, pretty cool perspective there. Booty's a, a really interesting person. Uh, very, very, he, he's a deep thinker. And, uh, um, Cool to see what he's been able to do with Bubba in that 23-11
1: team. It's really a good combination. Really been fun, that's for sure. All right. Speaking of fun, I absolutely think that I love uh, the way NASCAR starts the playoffs. Let's just roll in the Southern 500 for round number one. Driver, you better be ready. Mechanics at the shop. Crew chief, everyone better be ready with the car. And pit crew, you better be ready as well. Everybody is going to get tested in, in race number one of round one of the playoffs.
2: Yep, if they, as, if, as Dave Allen said, you know, it is. It takes everybody to do it. And it's, that's part of what's great about the playoffs is that this is a team sport. This isn't, this isn't Bubba Wallace. No. This is, and, and, and Booty brought it up, right? Last year, they had pit crew sh- struggles. That first Kansas race, I thought Bubba was as good, if not better, than Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch dominated the race. But they kept setting themselves back yeah, and, was, and driving back for through. He was
1: busy passing cars, yes. not racing up so front. So it's,
2: it's a team yeah. effort, and I think this round is, I think this round is a great kickoff. You've got oh, yeah. Darlington, we've got twelve sets of stickers. You're going to use most all of them. You're going to have to make calls on when you come. I mean, I mean, if you've got a lap on tires, you want to put a new set on. Yeah. So coming down, pick crew is going to be important. The calls, the strategies. Driver not wrecking the race car, running that close to the wall, not yeah. not bending a toe link 500 or, miles, yeah, uh, five hundred miles. This is a weird weekend because the Xfinity race is like super short. It's one you you've got to execute your way all the way through it because it's what one hundred forty seven laps or something. Yeah, it's miles, yeah, it's really short. And then you get the Cup race. It's the Southern Five Hundred. Like you've got one that you you feel like you need more, and you got one that you wish it was less. <laughs> it's just yeah, uh, it, but it's a great weekend of racing in. in uh, in the PD
1: region, I know, love it. I absolutely love it. I can't wait to get down there. When you look at the 16 teams now running for the championship, as far as that goes, wh- what jumps out to you? As you know, do, you, do, you, do you, have you have you created your final four? What yep. what kind of jumps out? You've created your final four. Who's your final four?
2: I have. Um, I think there's three that are pretty pretty straightforward and obvious. Mm. I, I I I see Martin Truex Jr. becoming a two time champion this year. Yep. I just think the run that they've been on since the win at Dover, they've just continued that way. Similar path to them is Denny Hamlin, the 11 team. They've not had the wins that the, that the 19 car yeah. has. But if you look at finishes and average finish, they're they're like Siamese twins. They're, they're, they're going forward. And I think, I, I really think the Toyotas have been strong. So I've got the 11 and the 19. I've got the 24. Yeah. Rudy Fugel and William Byron, they're past that 100 race mark five wins this year come back they've, they've come back into into form they kind of had a lull um you know because they they left atlanta as a points leader and they lost 120 points to martin right. truex through the next five races but um or something like that it was a handful of races they've gotten back into form i feel like they're back there i i put them in and, and then so i've got the big three and and then one and, and i really wanted to put chris busher here uh, I love the momentum that, that RFK has had. I don't think the round of eight sets up for Fords with the aero challenges they have. Right, right, yeah. Because you've got Las Vegas, which we go there in September, and it's 90 degrees there about every right, time. Right. You need all the aero grip you can get there. And then we go to Homestead, wore out racetrack. Yeah. And I think those two in Martinsville, I, I hate to lay it on one race. And I feel like those that, that that's a that's a deficiency for yeah. the RFK for so the ford camp right so, so i took him out and i put kyle larson in
1: yeah i have the same i have that for i have i'm i'm the same way i have the the william byron martin Truex Jr., denny hamlin denny concerns me though because we still are having pit road problems yeah i mean it's just yeah. i just i, I just I, I we're still i mean i i uh, denny and i'm kind of with you i i um I think a Ford. I think can Ford get a car in? But you're right. That round is really tricky. And I have Larson in as well. I started
2: with Busher in, and then I took my 16 teams and I went through each race and round. Each race around and, and said, "Who am I eliminating?" Yeah, and when you and, start- and I couldn't get past the the group of eight, I couldn't get a Ford through that round. I yeah. hope they do.
1: Well, exactly. I hope they do. If well, anybody
2: can, the RFK yeah, group has and, been leading the the banner there, so I, and, they would be the one. And the other one that I would throw out there. Kyle Busch could be a oh wild card. You can I mean, you can't count, count him, him out. out. My God, you I, cannot I, count him out. They've got three out. wins, three different racetracks, where well, they win Yeah, Fontana, Talladega, Talladega, and a short track someplace. Yeah, um, where did he Or a road course. I don't know, yeah, anyway. He's barely, yeah, he, he's you one just on, can't. it's I, not a short track. They, they've been complaining about the short if track you're program. Counting,
1: if you're counting Kyle Busch out, you're foolish. Yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I just... Two-time yeah, champion and six, yeah. six, what, 60 some wins. Yeah. I mean, if you're just, you're just crazy. It's, so
2: I, 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 yeah. I won't say that I've got it, but I, I feel like, I yeah. feel like there's three cars three that are cars, pretty solid,
1: but boy, you just but think about Martinsville last year when we had Christopher Bell win the race and Ross Chastain did what he did. That's the beauty of it. Yes. Todd and Steve sitting here picking our top four. We're going to run the races Yeah. and we'll see if we're, if we'll see if we're right, we'll see if we're close. We'll see if we're out to lunch.
2: I'll share it. I had Booty out first round, but he makes a good he argument. Great of arguments it about through, so. he
1: makes some great arguments about Darlington and Bristol to me in that first round. And Kansas, T- Kansas is really strong we knew for too. He was good, too. yes, but he makes good arguments yep. about the other two. And you're right, this first round is a is a, is a is a don't shoot yourself in the foot.
2: It is the the biggest thing is is he's got two thousand points, right? He's at a points right. deficit. But they, they have spent got to make the
1: last five weeks not shooting themselves on the right. point and making yeah. up points yeah. around them. Yeah. But so it could be Yeah.
2: I mean, I could see him making it and the forty five not. Yep. Like I Yeah. Uh, the forty five has had speed but not execution. Right.
1: To the point of Four yeah. teams will have failures. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Tune in and watch the next three weeks. Exactly, and it all kicks off this weekend with the Cookout Southern 500. Motor Racing Network going to be busy. uh 12:30 Eastern Time on uh Saturday afternoon, we have Cup Series practice and qualifying. Three o'clock, the Sports Clip Haircuts VFW Help a Hero 200 for the Xfinity Series. Todd's right, this one. Man, you got to be up on the wheel and going for this one, because if you're not, it's going to be checkered flag before you even know what hit you. And then Sunday, five o'clock Eastern time, the Cookout Southern 500 NASCAR Cup Series at Darlington. It is going to be awesome. Love Darlington. Love where this place is on the, I love where this, I love where this track has been in the history of NASCAR. I love the fact that it was gone away and it's come back. Come back stronger. When we came back from COVID, it's the track that brought us back. The throwback weekend and now the kickoff the playoffs. It's perfect that we're going to Darlington this weekend.
2: I I, I love it. I love it's, it. it. It's this is right. This is right. Southern 500 should be on Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. weekend. This At is
1: Darlington, right. and are, the fact that we now kick off the playoffs is perfect.
2: There are things within our schedule that I love that we have rotated and we've made pivots about. Yeah, but there are some like. there are pillars that support our sport and this is one getting this southern 500 back this labor day weekend
1: we rotated and pivoted and rotated pivot right back to where we belong that's where exactly so it is going to be awesome motor racing network is there all weekend long we appreciate dave ellens and booty barker joining us more important though than all of that thank you for joining us here this time on crew call here on the motor racing network